This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, creamy baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, but Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is movies. Coming to you once again from the UCB Theater, Franklin Avenue location. Just not to confuse people, because I don't want anyone accidentally going to the Sunset One, which we have never done a Douglas movies at. I don't know why. Somebody in the audience said, thank God. I don't know. What's your beef with that place? Too clean. Too clean? All right, weirdo. You're, at least you have full shoes on today. You, usually you'd say something like that, and I'd look down, and you're wearing sandals. But I guess this, this harsh winter has forced you into a tennis shoes and shorts look instead of your typical sandals and a Speedo. 
It's Wednesday, January 13th, 2016. Let me see your name tags, Los Angeles. Okay, great. Just making sure you brought some. Uh, Doug's Plugs, Seattle, Sunday. Yeah, that's right. We're coming back to the Neptune Theater at 420-ish. I'm sorry, did I say Sunday? This Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Sunday, Douglas Movies is back here in Los Angeles over at Meltdown Comics uh, at, you know, also 420. And I'm doing a stand-up show at 420 at the LOL Comedy Club. It had to happen. In (laughs) San Antonio, Texas on Saturday, January 30th. So bring your name tags to that show and we'll play uh, a game at the end of it. Uh, I rushed in. This is the first time in forever at a show here at UCB that I've rushed in. I usually get here early and hang out for a little bit and chill, but uh, I just had a, uh, either a bad Uber driver or I was too high to give the right directions. But whichever, whichever one happened, uh, I just raced in and, uh, but I'm excited about the uh, contents of this prize bag tonight because still in its Christmas wrapping from, from my nice friends at uh, Poke Bowl, uh, there's a round, beautiful Poke Bowl uh, in there. If you don't know what a Poke Bowl is, you have to watch Getting Dug With High uh, on my uh, YouTube channel. And then I was on At Midnight uh, all last week. And they, every day that I was on, they gave me, from Cake Monkey Bakery, some uh, delicious uh, sugary delights. And then today, I was very excited to appear on the uh, Malton on Movies podcast. Uh, uh, Leonard Malton and I spent a great deal of time discussing this movie right here that someone brought the Blu-ray by for me to give away tonight of the uh, uh, Bone Tomahawk. Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, it's a it's a messed up and super awesome awesome movie. Yeah, bone, let's let's bone Tama talk, my man. <laughs> let's talk about it. I would want to do what like uh, Chris Hardwick does with uh, you know Talking Dead, but with just one movie. You know, like let's do bone Tama talk. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, for also from At Midnight, they're giving away this fancy water bottle that I don't even, H2Go, I guess it's called? The Force or something? I don't know if it's Star Wars related. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just want it out of my life. <laughs> and uh, so it's in the prize bag, uh, along with whatever my guests bring. And we got three very funny dudes here tonight. Please give a big warm welcome to Paul Shear, Jacob Siroff, and Moshe Kasher. <laughs> fellas. So the standing ovation thing's already worn off. Like, Did you get a standing ovation when you came out? It, well, no, here in L.A., I, uh, but everywhere, I've just been saying on the show, you know, so my guests get super pumped, let's just give them a standing O every time. And it was working for a while, but out on the road, it still works. But here in L.A., they're just like, nah, we're... <laughs> We did that for a couple times. You also and, have Kevin Hart as your special guest at every uh, out of right. town well, show. Right. Well, you gotta yeah. stand up just to see him. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired, Kevin. Fuck you. Right along too in theaters. I love the idea of the avid Doug Loves Movie listener Kevin Hart in his car weeping right now, in his Bentley, like man, Doug. 
That's my Kevin Hart impression. Yeah, he there. loves the show, but the last thing he would ever do is reach out and try to be a guest on it. Yeah, yeah. He just sits I just like family. to guess, guess the names in my car. I don't want to get involved. Um, was that racist, that voice? Um, no, it sounded exactly like it's Kevin. It's kind of his enthusiasm. Like, I enjoyed uh, the first ride along, I am to a, be honest I am with a you. I'm a Kevin Hart fan. He's I am all on board. I saw him live at the Staples Center, and it was a great show. It was good. A legitimately great show. <laughs> and the UCB goes mild. Yeah. It's the uh, alternative comedy version of I Have Black Friends. Oh, I liked Ride Along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but I, I feel Ride Along 2 is going to push it. I think they're going to... No, pu- it's not. <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, these characters can't be stretched. It's like, here, this guy's like, hey, I'm stern. And he's like, hey, I'm crazy. Done. It's yeah. more. No, like, I mean, like Ice Cube yelling the, at Kevin Hart is great. Yeah. Like, that's part of the they're problem. They're on The Bachelor, and they're hilarious. That's, He's going to push it good. That's uh, real good. Push that's it real good. with uh, Kevin Hart's career, I think is that I think he's funnier being the guy being yelled at. Yes. And he's, but he's playing both parts, he's playing both sides of the fence. Like in, in Get Hard, he yells at Will Ferrell a lot. Yeah, but then he anyway, might not, maybe not are as we effective. Talking, he does, yeah. Are we talking about the number one highest grossing comedian of last year, the trouble with his career, Kevin Hart? The pro- here, I'm going to break it down. Here's what's wrong with what he's doing. <laughs> Well, I, I have a podcast, mate, there I, I, I said. I agree, I agree with what coming. you're saying. When I'm he, seeing it coming. When he is low status, he is funnier. I, yeah, think, of it just, I think so. I think that that's not a bad thing to say. Like when he came those, out on the Golden Globes right after Ricky Gervais burned him, that was yeah. a great position for him to do his comedy. Boom. Because then he was like, no, fuck you, I am small. <laughs> so you're saying he's more of an Andy than an Amos is what you're saying. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, by the way, guys, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Doug Loves Kevin Hart. This is a whole new format we're working with. Yeah, it's for the new year. We only talk about Kevin Hart. And uh, (laughs) thank you for coming. Good night. Uh, Have you Uh, seen the the trailer? Let me introduce you guys. Oh, yeah, that. We've been talking forever, and I haven't introduced any of you. I've got an amazing white panel of men. Who love Kevin Hart, though. Oh, That's true. Board. We love Kevin Hart. We want to ride along with Kevin Hart. <laughs> Let's start with Paul Shear is back, everybody. Hello, everybody. How are you? Thank you. Great to be back. Uh, so many excited. things in your career, but I, I always like to point out that you're the co-host of uh, How Did This Get Made? Yes, yes. The uh, hilarious... Awful movie podcast. Indeed, uh, we have uh, some good episodes coming up. We just dissected Shaq uh, in the movie called Kazam. Oh, finally, uh, take that down. And we've been doing this one. This one thing that I really like about the show is that we had this uh, author, Blake Harris. He's been doing these in-depth oral histories of the actual movies, and people because these movies suck. People are very open to talk about their awful experiences on it. And uh, the writer of Kazam's like, look, being a writer isn't about making things that are good. It's about being given ingredients and doing the best you can. So if you're given a chicken, a marshmallow, and chocolate, you're going to have the best version of that. But I'm not going to tell you it's going to be good. And that's Kazam. And like, I was like, fuck. That's a dire way of looking at being a movie writer, but how about, I guess he's right. How about having an idea that doesn't involve Shaq as a, uh, whatever Maybe he not. was at Shazam? He's a, a genie, genie? I believe. Yeah. It was about a genie who wants to become a rapper. 
Uh, but yet he I, also. You should have said he wants to become a real rapper. <laughs> it's a, you know because it's always they want to be a real boy. What's interesting is Truman Capote wrote a very similar story early in his career <laughs> about becoming a real boy. Yeah, and a, in and cold a boy. And it, it was said called. starring a Shaquille O'Neal type. He was a visionary. He's like the Jules Verne. <laughs> That's right. Of, of Shaquille O'Neal based films. That's Moshe Kasher, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hi. Host of the podcast I Love Shaq. That's well, close, also actually. known as the Love Shack. <laughs> and uh, Tin Roof is rusted, so don't even go up there. Uh, what <laughs> is going on, Moshe? You were here for our 12 Guests of Christmas. I was. And you're back now. What's happened? What's transpired What's happened since then? in the world of Moshe Kasher in three seconds? Oh, it's been crazy. All right. Thank you for First. being here. <laughs> Second. Jacob Siroff is here, everybody. I've seen him even more recently on this program on the uh, New Year's Eve show in San Francisco. Yeah, last time you booked me with Greg Proofs, uh, now you booked me with my other comedy lookalike. Yeah, Moshe yeah, Kasher. you and Moshe Kasher. Play the mirror game. Do it real quick. What's the mirror game? Just look at each other from my little That's all it takes? Wait, look at each other? That, there are people the in game? the audience doing that. I don't know what weird new age hoodoo voodoo bullshit this is, but when you see two Jews with glasses, you don't get to just tell them to do stuff. <laughs> Jacob started it by saying you guys looked alike. That's true. I was just looking for a laugh point to exit yeah, that interaction. That's cool. But like with you, you're more like you're more strangely more similar than sitting across from Greg Proops because Greg Proops is so dapper. What the fuck do you wow. mean? I'm dapper as fuck. I'm neo dapper. Man, you guys have a real Ice Cube Kevin Hart relationship <laughs> going on right here. <laughs> I'm better in this position actually. <laughs> Jacob, what do you have for the prize bag tonight, buddy? Oh, snap. I got, um, I actually have a bag for the prize oh, bag. Oh, a bag bag? Because I brought a, a shitty 7-Eleven bag. A, I'm a big boxing nerd, and this is a Mayweather Canelo uh, bag that I scored. The for one. Some press swag, yeah. It's yeah. A big, big boxing crowd here at the UCB. What do you think and, about, um, uh, what do you think about Creed's chances now that he uh, took down the, uh, the champion? What do you think? You think he can uh, keep this up? I mean, you know, what do you think? The, the you think he can retain the title? Yeah, yeah. the fictional boxer Creed. Creed. Fictional, yeah. Well, he's you fictional know, he's and, son of, he's fictional son of and a... dead. Oh, you're talking about the, the new Creed. Oh, yeah. the oh son, right. Yeah. I think he's got a good chance at the, uh, at the title yeah. in the next movie. Yeah. I think he's, dead he's, Creed he's is pretty much his career. Is pretty I, much I bought some stuff in the bag, too. This is a uh, book by Tom Robbins and a woman I had a long Twitter, oh, that's uh, funny. A Twitter affair with that I never actually met. So there's a caption that she wrote me that it's pretty romantic. Oh, it's right to you and romantic. Oh, perfect. Put it in the bag. I think Tom Robbins also said writing's not about making stuff that's good. It's about... That was uh, that was uh, him that first said that. And there's a there's a, a vintage 1989 uh, Christmas parade Disney uh, comic book that's Donald Duck. That's 1989. It's right before I was born on my resume. Somebody's doing some spring cleaning over here. Yeah. Well, this I just because I, I like to, that's shit. what I do. This is a, a crystal, and I don't know if you guys know anything about crystals, but if you do, you know this does absolutely nothing. It's just a rock. Because crystals aren't <laughs> magic, and that shit's not real. Um, and. Finally, because I always try to do something Star Wars, I brought a, a Stormtrooper yo-yo that somebody gave to me. And it, it used to make a really obnoxious like laser blast sound whenever you just looked at it. And I took the bullet and let my kids wear it out for you, whoever wins it, so it makes no more sound. Check it out, everybody. Finn! No, just kidding. Well, well Doug, actually, There's that's, a, that's an inside. original Stormtrooper, not a First Order Stormtrooper, oh, okay. so that wouldn't be Finn inside. Check it out, everybody. Virgin! <laughs> this nerd over here. With oh, kids. my God. Well, that's a great so that's, that's great contribution to the bag to bring a good. bag uh, uh, to put everything into. 
Thank you, Jacob. What'd you bring, uh, Moshe? I brought a uh, DVD copy of the. Uh, have you ever made a, a episode? We about have this film? done. Yes. About the Super Mario Brothers vehicle, starring uh, one a young John Leguizamo, uh, <laughs> Hollywood legend Dennis Hopper, and um, and Yoshi, the uh, the dinosaur. I will say one of the most disturbing things about that movie is they predicted 9/11 as they uh, shoot the twin towers and they disappear from the sky. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Islamic fundamentalism is everywhere. (laughs) We got to make America great again. So this is basically an offering for my support of Donald Trump for president. Somebody, one person clap. That's so cool. Even here at UCB. I I brought Doug a autographed copy of uh, the first comic book I wrote uh, called Aliens vs. Parker, and I autographed that there. And then, uh, and I also have a uh, a baseball card that someone made from Tops. Tops made a baseball card of me, and it's real, and I put that in there, too. So there is that. What kind of, uh, does it have all the typical baseball card info on it? It's got some stats in the back. In 2015, Shear was starring in no fewer than three series. Yeah. Yeah, Those are Hall of Fame numbers, I think. Yeah, right there. (laughs) Pretty exciting 2015. Let's see what 2016 holds. Uh, Maybe I'll get another Tops card. I, I made them put a picture of me on the Topps card holding a, a picture of my own name because I didn't think anyone would know who I was when they got their Topps card. I like that you're demurring in humility now after you brought the comic book you wrote and the c- baseball card well, based on your face. Me, he told me. <laughs> I'm yeah, at the fucking bookstore next door buying a $5 DVD. He's like, what selection that is about me? Can, <laughs> ah, here's my Oscar. Here you go. <laughs> they sell this at the bookstore next door? Yeah. I thought that was a cool bookstore. Not anymore. Books. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, there you have it. That's all the stuff in the prize bag. What and, about your uh, bag? What'd you oh, bring? Yeah. What? What'd you bring? I say all that before you come out here. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's really it's a lot better than what you brought. Uh, uh, What was the last movie you saw, Paul Shear? I saw Star Wars: The Force Awakens in IMAX for the third time. uh, Did you see it in a different format each time? uh, Yes. I well, no. I saw the El Capitan the first time with, like, I guess, digital projection. Then I saw it in a shitty theater because a friend wanted to see it. Then I saw it in IMAX. And? I thought IMAX was fucking awesome. Really? Yeah, I thought it was a whole different movie. I, I already liked it. Then I liked it more the second time. And then IMAX was like, this is great. I feel like I saw way more of the movie. With this uh, uh, 3D as well? Yeah, IMAX I was all 3D. in. I was all in. I wish there was just IMAX and no 3D. I agree with you. I think that would have been perfectly fine. Uh, but the IMAX is, it's pretty impressive. It's good. I would recommend it. And I saw. All right, I'll try it. What theater yeah. did you see that in? Uh, the IMAX. Universal City Walk, man. Yeah, that's the one. That's, that's the like one. one of the best, best IMAX theaters. I feel like I did two cool theater experiences, that being one, and the other I got to see Hateful Eight and 70 Millimeter. And I thought that was interesting, too, with the intermission. Yeah, that's the, neat. Yeah, just fun to see something different like that. Yeah. I like a bathroom break in the middle of a movie. That was cool. I li- and I like the little interlude up front. I thought yeah. that was cool. The music. The overture. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Sure. Made me feel like an old old school mu- movie going thing. Yeah, and it was neat because it was kind of gave you the feeling of sitting through the opening credits twice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you also felt like you were nothing, in nothing. The there's just music over the opening credits. Right, it's cool to also you felt like you were in the 50s, not only from the music and stuff, but also how many times the white people said the N word. It felt like a real ah. genuine experience. Yeah, there's a lot of N, N tossing in that. There was <laughs> a lot of N tossing. In that one. Yeah. I did. Almost a, as much as Shazam, the movie about. Uh, <laughs> 
I did a, uh, a live read where Jason Reitman does these live reads of old scripts, and he did True Romance, and he got uh, Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette to reprise their roles. And we were reading True Romance, which Quentin Gentile wrote, and the N-word in that was way more prevalent than I remembered, so much so that everyone in the cast just stopped saying it. Well, what did they say? They stopped. They just took it out because it was not crucial to any of the dialogue. Yeah, they, so there's a lot of shut up, you dumb. Yeah, <laughs> dumb uh, But uh, but that is weird that there's a lot of n words in there because I, I'm I'm rifling through the cast list in my head and they're all white. Yeah, in not a romance. Not a single. Who's the anyway, black person in Gary True Oldman. Romance? Yeah, Gary Oldman was the black. Gary, Gary Oldman is the, the only closest, black yeah. person in True Romance. So that's really weird that they use the N-word a lot. And sometimes in stage direction. <laughs> like that, I'm being, like, there were moments I was like, you don't need it in stage direction. Man, this whole line of uh, dialogue would be so much more fun if we could say the word we're talking about. Or if there was an actual black person in the room, that might make it a little less tense for everybody, I think. At the, at the podcast. That would make it. it less tense? Yeah, I think I so. I think we're in pretty safe company. Let's, let's let it fly. N-word. So, what was the last movie you saw, Jacob? I was also The Force Awakens at Universal IMAX. That was number six for me. Number six. Yeah. Look wow. at him go. Well, I've se- I've, I saw it. Uh, I've seen some, I think I've done all the... Fo- I did 2D digital. I did, I did the 35 millimeter at the Vista, per JJ's request that they show it in 35. Do you have there. the remote-controlled BB-8 yet? No, I don't. It's I'm amazing. Not, I'm not, I'm, I, I have that. There's it's two of them. The Sphero you, one. You do it with your phone, yeah, it's and you great. make it tool around, and it's like a Roomba that doesn't clean anything. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I it's a Roomba that... that solves plot problems. <laughs> <laughs> kind of creative. There, um, there's actually problems. a great article online. If you now you can search all the spoilers, and you can read the like someone wrote a very detailed synopsis of the original shooting script versus what actually came out, and it's very interesting to see all the reshoots that they did and how they kind of just if you watch it after knowing that it's like oh yeah that's all reshoots that's all reshoots. Yeah, and also there's clearly stuff missing because there's like uh, there's action figures that aren't that don't show up in the movie. Yeah, and there's also a bunch of lines of that, dialogue and scenes of the trailers. And let's get into spoilers. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, early on they want you to think Poe is dead, right? And then he shows up again, but there's never a reasonable explanation. He apparently had a whole plot line of where he was like a, alone on Jakku doing yeah, his thing. Yeah, and they're like cut it. Yeah, a lot of they cut a lot uh, of stuff. It's a lot of it's in the novelization too. Oh, that's cool. Is it canon? I believe it is. Yeah, yeah anything under Disney is, is canon. No, I, I think, think so. I just I'm growing a hymen like right now. <laughs> well, then, what was the last film you saw, Moshe? I saw a real man's film. It was a film called Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm all talking shit. I'm like, I saw a dainty little, uh, almost interesting movie called Brooklyn. Uh, it's very similar to today's Brooklyn. It's just about um, basically white people moving into Brooklyn and changing the face of the neighborhood. So it's very similar to what's happening in Brooklyn now. Uh, I thought that would be a huge laugh point, but um, <laughs> all of us are so not in Brooklyn right now. I that's so true. It's an we audience full of Brooklyn, Brooklyn fans. Everyone here worked on Brooklyn. Like, fuck you. That was two months of my life. I was a You're goddamn back, grip yo. on Brooklyn. You piece of shit. You better not say you anything about Carol, work. motherfucker. <laughs> That's Kevin Hart running in from the Bentley. 
Carol is a is a beautiful looking movie and interesting. And then uh, the Brooklyn and uh, there's a few Danish Girl. There's always I did ha- not like Danish there's Girl, always, but there's a handful of movies yes. that like the performances are terrific. hundred percent. Right. But the movie's not that engaging. Yeah. Yep. So then they end up getting those nominations, but like the movie doesn't like. I, well, I, I let me ask. Think... A, I have a. I have a. This is a good question because I I saw the movie Spotlight right. Uh-huh. I'm not a huge fan of Spotlight. I think the acting is great, but I thought... Yeah. yeah, right. No, it's arousing, and that's a little bit disconcerting. On yeah, a, on yeah, a level. you don't want that. <laughs> right. You don't want to be. Is that, that was a problem. No, you yeah, 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 yeah. Aroused by it at all. I was like, like, why are Mama these Mia? Pre- why are like, these? Why did they make such villainized? a sexy movie about <laughs> this subject? <laughs> no, but I thought the story was really interesting. I don't know. I, I'm, I think I'm a, totally alone on I that. Liked it. I, I like it, it a lot, but I okay. think it's I think it's uh, tremendous actors at the top of their game, like playing parts that are like the characters aren't that. The actors make characters. The yeah. script didn't. Right. The script doesn't delineate between their personalities very much. It's their performances and what they bring to it, I think. I may need to watch it without my mom on Christmas Eve going, <laughs> who's that? Oh, that's the Hulk. Oh, is that Batman? Oh, is this the Birdman movie? Oh, that's Walter. Do you remember? That's Birdman. So, yeah, I think maybe I need to watch it not under those circumstances. Yeah, try it again when that's I will, not happening. Because I'm, I, I, it might I, be a better movie. Yeah, I've, I've, I've said it a few times, and everyone's like, no, I love that movie, so I feel like I need I to watch it, it again. I had a weird watching experience, too, because I, I actually watched it on IMAX at Universal Studios. Oh, wow. How is it yeah, looking spot, 3D? Really, even more even more character When... But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can really see you can really see Mark Ruffalo's uh, thumbs through his belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like the Hollywood Foreign Press and the Golden Globes. They tend those movies tend to go the awards tend to go to movies where uh, English not being your first language isn't going to impede your enjoyment of the film. <laughs> you know, like it's like kind of like it's just a, they're right. bigger in nature and they tell stories that are more visual. And uh, you know, and more. It's more about like, like they give awards to movie stars. Like, I, who doesn't love Jennifer Lawrence? Sure. But best comedic performance of the year, Joy. It's not comedic at all. Not at what all. The Martian was even I'm, more of it. That was that was so insane. That just well, isn't. The Martian is a funnier movie than Joy. If we're gonna right, argue. Yeah, if we're gonna nitpick. But they're both not comedy. I mean, it, yeah. It basically, it's like if the movie has a laugh in it, it is automatically in the comedy category. It's like that's about it. But like her. And how can Jamie, I mean, how can uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Schumer, uh, yeah. uh, who I call Jamie. Yeah, sure. Uh, Jamie Schumann's. How can the two of them look each other in the eye and be not like, I'm the one that should have won that. Yeah, it's you know, ridiculous. I'm the one that was hilarious, and you were a, a good actress in a movie about a lady who invented a mop. But they always they always do that. Like, <laughs> But they always will do that. It's like, like, like Zach Galifianakis, I think, was up for, like, Hangover against, like, like again, it would be like against Matt Damon. Like it's just like it was. They always put like the one that's gonna win it, and then they give like one token one. Right. Well, there's also it's just like it just feels like every category for the most part they, they they'll trick you here and there, but most for the most part it goes to like the the most famous person in the category. Yeah. So that's why like Lady Gaga, first time she tries acting on TV, all of her co-stars who were brilliant from what I hear yeah. on that show, just as good or better than her, none of them got nominated, and then she wins the category over everybody, and then gets up. There and gives a speech like she's like uh, uh, Tony Soprano's wife. <laughs> she's very Italian. All of a sudden, I I uh, I work next door. I mean, I guess door. she's Italian, but I work next door to American Horror Story, and this is the only thing I know about it because I do not watch the show. Uh, that there are three Rolls Royces out in front that are not 
used in the show. They're just for three people on the show. And I don't know who is driving around in three Rolls Royces. I and I think two of them are for Lady Gaga. Makes sense. Like one for her and one for her dog. Or, yeah, like one where she's like, maybe today I'll get in the one that's black and one I'll get in the day that's no, white. No, she's actually a lot taller than you think and she uses them as roller skates. That's how rich she is. <laughs> Isn't Floyd Mayweather on that show? <laughs> Is he? <laughs> Come on, no. Jesus Christ. What's the, what's the joke? What's the joke? He Rolls likes Royce. fancy cars and I brought oh, a Floyd okay. Mayweather piece of swag. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's simple callbacks, guys. I thought it was just Not a reference. Like, I thought there was some other boxer on the show or something. I don't know. It's also a ludicrous idea boxer, that he would be right? on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's bring it into your wheelhouse, Jacob, because I know... That uh, you're a big fan of Star Wars, uh, possibly the biggest fan of Star Wars in in this room. But the and biggest fan of George Lucas in the room, probably. Well, that's see, yeah, you, no, you're definitely that. No, the text the texts that I received from Jacob, by the way, on the day the Force Awakens came out, were like, I don't I don't know if I'm going to be okay today. No, no, no I'm not having on. an okay day. And that's not. What I'm I not mean. into other people's enjoyment. It feels like they're blowing up my spot. I was like, your spot, this is the most successful that's franchise not, in film. That's taken way out of context. What also, he said, no one likes Star Wars but me. That I said. Yeah. That I said. Also, he said, where's Floyd Mayweather? I need to make more jokes about him. So I feel like he's underrepresented on the show. Sorry. As far as I know, Jacob is one of the few people that I'm friendly with. It's kind of like you're like one of my Republican friends, but in the case of Star Wars, you're one of my friends that it loves the prequels and uh, doesn't have a problem with them. No, and I don't. Wow, you know, across the board, no problem. Across, oh, no, not across one the board. problem. He doesn't have one problem with them. Yeah. In the, if I can quote, it's not like that for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's real he's loyalty. Passed, he's past That's having problems. I can I? Can I just loyalty? And, and I don't know if this has been covered in other episodes, and I apologize if it has been. But can you just quickly rank? The the Dude, uh, that's exactly I what know. I've written down. That's exactly what I wanted to ask. Well, Moshe can answer that. I for already me. yes. Yeah. It's not like that. I don't rank. Me. I don't rank. I don't, oh, we, you won't do it. I don't rank the, all right. the six movies. Well, it's like I'll say this: all those then Force Awakens. All, Force Whoa, Awakens. Whoa, wait. Is your least wait. favorite Star well, Wars? Well, it's not movie. the same. It's it's not the same thing as the Star Wars movies. It's a it's it's oh, fan. So it's called a fundamentalist, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm a Star Wars fundamentalist. It's the same. This is something different. It is. Well, you can't just like say. It is the same. Well, let's say let's say Pablo Picasso painted a bunch of paintings at one point in his career that people deemed not as good as his early stuff. So then he sold his name. A new guy painted a bunch of paintings that were more like the originals, and everyone decided the world just agreed these were now official Picasso paintings. No, that's, no, you can't do that. No, Star Wars no, is the no. Star Wars is the singular Nick vision Lawrence of one artist. No, no, let me finish. No, wait, hold Star Wars on. Mom, is the singular Mom. It's the singular vision of one artist. Can I can I dispute? So this? you can't sell that. I, I you can, can't sell I, that. I can dispute this so quickly, George. Lucas hates Irving Kirshner and would not have made half of the decisions that Irving Kirshner made. That's not true. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's, Kirsh- his, it's his professor from USC. He was handpicked to direct the film. Who he hated and he hated the choices that he, he made. He made every frame of film you see in all six of those movies George Lucas wants you to see. George Lucas at one point I, thought about taking the force out of the screenplay of the original Star Wars. He second-guessed himself on the force. He gave us, he gave us six pretty good I just, movies. I want the podcast listeners... <laughs> 
if you if you look at the annotated script pages of Empire Strikes Back, which Irving Kirshner rewrote and did all that stuff, it's like that's not George Lucas. Well, that's but George Lucas didn't write Empire Strikes Back. But look, then, I love then, that Jacob, then there it is. He's then seen it, it three times. How, how do you? And, how he do you go? and he doesn't think it, it, it belongs. And like, how do you? I've like, seen it three times. Six times. Is that what you six said? How do you, six like, times. So how do you go? I apologize. You're more of an asshole than I thought. You've seen it six times, and you're saying it doesn't. It doesn't belong. No, I love your I love it the way I like. The, it's like Star Tours, the movie. For no, me. it's a fun Star Wars experience. This is this is this is, this is your your it's like, fun, it's a Star Wars nerd. That's a Star Wars nerd. Your, fundafe, your fundamental, fundamental flaw is like, and this, what I enjoy. Me, no, no. I'm fundamentally flawed. No, no. In my opinion. Let movies. me say it. Let me just say what we'll it is. We'll be back with right. more of yelling ah. about Star Wars. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> tell me when I can go into my one fundamental flaw. <laughs> I'm going to be on the road doing stand-up dates throughout the months of January. Just I want to get that It'll in It'll take me two seconds to just... To, all right. Okay. Here's what I think. You just said Picasso. If, if you sold Picasso's name and someone else painted Picasso, then that wouldn't be Picasso, right? I totally get that. So... The second movie, he didn't write, he didn't direct. Isn't that the same thing? No, it's not because he's, he's still at the top of the pyramid. There's no, he didn't answer to the studio, he didn't he answer to exhibitors. He still got to say, in the next one, we should have Ewoks. No, and no, let's for rubber stamp for Christmas special. No, because it's like... So Christmas special is, where's Christmas special for? Well, Christmas special is a mistake. It's, it's funny. It's funny. Uh, it's a funny. mistake? But, it, but no, it's I mean, at the top. It's not, no, it's not. It's, it's not, like it's that not, was all him, he's top of the pyramid. Wait, is Christmas... Talk, those six movies, I don't... I, I've, seen the whole Clone Wars, uh, I've seen the whole Clone Wars series, that's also canon. I'm into that, it's not the same, I don't... How about Rebels? It's not the same. That's, well, that's not Lucas, but is, it's fun. Is Christmas special a, a bigger mistake than I bringing... I like the show. I like all things Star Wars. I don't dislike this new movie because it's not Lucas. Like, as a Star Wars nerd, there's a few ways to have a Star Wars experience. You read a novel, a comic book, ride a ride, play a video game. So this is the biggest, best version of that, as is everything post-Lucas. But I, I still For think me. that I still think that you can't say that. It would, it would cheapen an my my. If you, I know we yeah. just met, but I'm so <laughs> Star Wars is the closest thing to a religion I have. So yeah. if I would just transfer that blindly because of a, a business sale, yeah. that would cheapen my loyalty to it, wouldn't it? Well, like, this guy's like, like a prequel supporter. Six There's one strong. guy who's Wait, cheering you know everything the, I But said. by the way, the yeah, guy who's cheering right now has been... That guy has sandals. been... He has been texting the entire <laughs> show until you started saying this stuff. He put down both of his cellular phones, literally both of them, <laughs> to pay attention to you and begin to He's applaud at phones. your points. One of his phones is a coaster <laughs> for a beverage. <laughs> it's a cookie, actually. Okay, by the way, I want to say, I don't know what a phone is. I've never seen Star Wars. I don't know what a movie is. I'm not even here right now. Is that a petite oh like It's a cookie phone. It's a cookie phone. Wasn't yeah. it more fun when it was a phone and he was a big asshole, though? Uh, <laughs> Instead, he was a guy playing on his phone while eating a cookie. It'd be cool if there was no phone. Which is perfectly normal. It'd be cool if there was no phone. He was just texting on a cookie this whole time. <laughs> I'm not going to see eye to eye, but I have one more question okay, to ask sure, of you. Sure. Are the are the remastered versions better than the original versions? I want to see where you stand on that. Uh, no, no, I don't think they're better than. But but I, they are made by the guy. At the yeah, top. I accept them though. I don't have a problem with them at all. Okay. And I think that a lot of the stuff is is does better. enhance the movie. But a lot of the wow. stuff it doesn't. But it doesn't matter if I agree with it because I'm I'm, I'm loyal to that guy's brain and his vision. So it's not I, the way I look at it. You don't meet Christians that are like I love the Bible, but I could do without that book of Matthew. It's not my place you, to, but to, you go like, to accept but you be and like, interpret. As but, is all of you, if you were good. But, but, but you, you do actually. But, That's but, not true. But like, but some people you would say people of the Jewish faith are like, hey, uh, uh, whoa, 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 easy, buddy, whoa, whoa, whoa. easy. Old Testament's no, no, no. great. Old Testament's great, but I don't believe in that New Testament, right? But. 
What's going on there? Well, the one is true. The first one's true. The second one is a bed of lies. But it's still by the same guy. No. It's still no. by the same guy. That's not true. It's just, hey that's man, not true. he just handed it over to the New Testament. J.J. Abrams wrote the New Testament. Everybody Let's knows start that. the games right now before I go off on a motherfucker. <laughs> all right, Jacob doesn't want to do it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rank all the Star Wars movies. Here we I'll go. Do it, I'll do it just to piss people off. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> and what? no seven. A One, se- two, three, four, then, six, no then, seven. Then Star Tours, then seven. <laughs> I'll tell you this, though. Qui-Gon Jinn, Qui-Gon Jinn, best character in any Star Wars movie. Oh, no. Best character in any oh, Star Wars movie. Oh, my God, Wars, you're murdering me. Really? It's hard, isn't he's it? so boring, But you know character. what, though? When he's... Oh, you're so wrong. When they grab Qui-Gon Jinn's personality... what you do. I've got a special set of skills. What is Qui what what is Qui Gon Jinn's personality? What is his like? Well, how would you describe him? Well, he's the perfect Jedi. He's everything I want a Jedi to be. He's he's wise and he's knowledgeable, but he's also like a rebel who's kind of like defying the council. He's like he's not he doesn't play by the rules, but he knows what's right. He's got. Hey, I gotta say he's, he's killing it on this challenge. He's the moral compass for the whole series. <laughs> Paul's like, I'll get him now. Jacob's like, No, you won't. Well, I've been doing this for sixteen and a half years, nonstop. So. It is true. We started comedy together. He's been defending the prequels he the whole not, time. It's not some, it's not some contrarian opinion I've developed. Because Tireless it's, it's, in his uh, defense of the prequels. I love it. There's no getting around it. It's my it. favorite thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I'm getting, well, just one day I'm going to show people my Jar Jar tattoo and the world's going to explode. Where is it? I don't have it yet. Oh. I'm going to get it someday. This, 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 this fuels me. I'm going to get it. I'm going to, bless, I just, I like to. Misa want a tattoo right here, <laughs> Solid, solid impression. Misa want a swastika so. on my capsa. I heard the best Here's way. Here's my ranking, Paul, real quick. Yeah. Uh, five, seven, four, six, three, two, one. End of story. Ooh, nice. Wait, I okay. I'm Com- surprised you put <laughs> one you're last. You're Return of the last. Jedi and then the three prequels. Phantom Menace is worse than. Wait, uh, a lot of most people hate the no, no, he, the, his last. They do. Four yeah. are Return of the Jedi uh, prequels. Thought, yeah, yeah. Right. Phantom yeah. Menace was more hateable, but just because of that little kid. Hateable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that little kid's terrible. Jake Lloyd. He's like in prison he now. He's, a, he's a mess. He's going to be in season two of Making of a Murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put him the It's going to be about Jacob being in cahoots with him killing some prequel treasure. <laughs> Who, uh, I'm somebody, not the hater. I'm the lover. Remember? Somebody described no, kill uh, the best hating. way to Why show your fan. Like if someone's never seen Star Wars, you should show them four, five, then one, two, three, and then uh, six, and then seven. Like, that's, so, that's your theory. That's and I thought that was a good one. You ease you them out with Jedi. You you kind of like go like here's one two. They go oh, Darth Vader's looks dead. Let's go back and see how that happened. And then you watch oh, it backwards, okay. and then you run into the end. All right. I thought that was an interesting way that's of viewing. Interesting. Them. I mean, I think putting them in any order, especially just not watching the f- one, two, and three all together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you know, three can be good. interesting, and I think the whole the whole universe is going to grow. And like you like Marvel movies too, Jacob. I do like them. And you, you know they're all they're varying qualities. We can all agree. Sure, yeah. You know, and we all. It's not like are, that for me. Well, no, it is uh, for the new Star Wars. <laughs> not for me. For you? Oh, yeah. All Marvel it took, movies. It, it, it took me three times to see Phantom Menace before I could understand that it was bad. I saw it. But see, that shouldn't happen. If you liked it at first, why you would you? No, I didn't. Like I was like I was like oh. You didn't know how. This didn't make okay. You, you know what? I was so excited. It. 
I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> and then I went back and I was like, huh. You know what? I think I'm just getting used to it. And it the is third true. time I was like, oh, I just don't like this movie. I, it's like, more like, more like uh, any uh, other uh, films. It's ones where you really try and go right. back yeah. and try to like it. I you always, know, like you, you, want, you want to. I like, always uh, said the yeah. three disappointments of my adult life were uh, the Star Wars prequels, uh, New Year's Eve 2000, and the first term of Obama's presidency. <laughs> Those are the three things I had big expectations for. It was just like, oh, it's just a regular thing. He's going to close Guantanamo, man. He's going to get it done right <laughs> now. Gonna go to Gu- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, all right, Obama, you win. Well, now's the part of the show where I say, let the games begin. Uh, gentlemen, some people in the audience here have fashioned some name tags. Uh, Jacob, of course, will be looking for something Star Wars. And uh, go ahead and pick who you'd like to play for. Go physically grab a name tag. And oh, look, at, look at all these prequel signs. While you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Loot Crate. Would you classify yourself as a geek, gamer, or pop culture nerd? Then you know that Loot Crate is a subscription box for you. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash D-O-U-G, that's Doug, and enter the code Doug to save $3 on any new subscription. We want you to believe with the revival of the X-Files that we've all been waiting for, there's never been a better time for an invasion. An alien invasion, that is. Packed with the thrill of an extraterrestrial encounter, this month's crate features exclusive items from the X-Files, Alien, The Fifth Element, and Space Invaders, including a contest-winning shirt and a terrifyingly cute plush. So hop into your power loader and grab your flashlight because the loot is out there. With exclusive items from X-Men, Alien, The Fifth Element, and Space Invaders, plus some classic sci-fi goodies, we can tell you this. The loot is out there, and you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when that cutoff happens, that's it. You know how it works. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash Doug. Enter the code Doug to save $3 on your new subscription today. Back to the show. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I just didn't want to hold up the show. And All I'm right, just, well, we're back, and Jacob's not and the thrilled dude, and the with dude his finished his cookie. He's so I, I, was gonna, I was actually going to take the cookie, and I looked over, he was eating the other half. I'm in. So who are you playing for, Jacob? I'm playing for Dude, Where's My Carly? Dude, Where's My Carly? Good job, Carly. There's some... I don't, I don't know the poster well enough from the original poster, but to, to, I mean, to know... Pretty similar. It looks like it's... Yeah. That, I think that movie is funny, Dude, Where's My Car? Am I do? wrong in that? Yeah, I feel like I thought it was funny when I saw it. I only saw it once, but... Yeah, um... An, underrated, an underrated gem. An SWS... Uh, I don't know. Try, try it again someday, and you'll. Yeah, not. Doesn't I don't think up. you'll change your opinion. Okay. I think I could be wrong. I think I went in with a like gutter low expectation. Like I don't think was... they ever. Do they ever smoke pot, or is it just like they're dumb? 
They're just dumb. <laughs> like, which that's drives funny. me crazy. But that's like, like if you're going to lose Ted. your car, you should at least get high. But Bill and Ted yourself. are, like, super dumb, too. Right, they never get they Yeah, they don't get high yeah, either. Yeah. They just act like stoners, but don't, don't yeah. actually get high. Like, Spicoli, you only see him fall out of a van full of smoke. Like he, and he talks about being high, but I don't think yeah. you see him smoke that much. Yeah, I don't think so. It's weird. <laughs> it wasn't until Dr. Dre legalized weed that people were so open. <laughs> Man, everybody, everybody who's not Dr. Dre and Ice Cube in that NWA movie gets kind of uh, a real, uh, like, I thought that, was, that movie made me laugh so hard because it's like, clearly they were producers. And they're like, yeah, Easy es an asshole. We're the best. I, I was sympathetic to Easy e though, uh, more so than uh, I, I had been in real life because, you know, knowing that NWA was having problems, right, like that's true. Ice Cube and... Uh, uh, you know, they emerged as like the the, the stars, so yeah. like you kind of just assume, well, they're the ones that weren't the problem or whatever. Well, if Easy had produced the movie, would have just been two hours of Dr. Dre beating up women? I think it would have been a more accurate movie. That's conspicuously. You, that's accurate. why he calls them beats. Are you saying Dre? <laughs> That Beats was just the Drake. tag I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you playing for, Moshe? I'm playing for the Life Cinematic with Eddie and Doug. Instead of Life Aquatic. Yeah. That's a beautiful it's uh, nice. Really nice. poster there. Yeah, it's nice. Good job, Eddie. Eddie? Yeah. It's Eddie? Okay. And uh, Paul? I am playing for Jake Burton, who gave me, uh, or has a pop... A uh, Funko Jack Burton figure. So yeah, Jake Jack Burton. Burton is, of course, uh, Kurt Russell in uh, Big Trouble Little China. Yes, and he reprised his role in Hateful Eight, which is really cool. <laughs> and on a, uh, on a, in a movie, uh, in a Doug Loves Movies episode recently, uh, I was talking to Jeff Tate loves those pop vinyl things for some reason. I mean, they're cute. I like them. But uh, he was, he, I said, well, uh, you know, are they just fictional characters? And he wasn't sure. Uh, so I yelled at him for a while, and uh, turns out uh, at least one non-fictional character, Conan O'Brien, has one. Oh wow! So they're not just fictional characters, but they're they're from pulp culture. Who else? I think that was a Comic Con exclusive. Oh, it's a Comic Con exclusive. Says the guy sitting here by himself. <laughs> so uh, that's very Comic Con-y. <laughs> I feel we, we like... know it's a fact because he's by himself. <laughs> if he was with friends, he's probably just showing off. What do you know about Comic Con? <laughs> friend guy yeah. <laughs> but thank you for that yeah that that makes sense that does because uh, I guess they're mostly characters from movies and they're like they're I'm sure elusive. there's a George R.R. R. Martin one they're like elusive do you are you giving Paul that the person no, who made I'll get that it name back tag you. you gonna get it back yeah, yeah you I'll want it back, back. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought it's just a temporary situation with Paul I getting, thought it was like Paul one of those things where people give like him. a cupcake and then you eat it, you know? Yeah, it's like, no, can you I should, eat this? You should eat it before giving it back yeah, to What him. about this piece of cardboard with block letters on it? Can I keep that? Can I take that home, Eddie? Thanks for stepping to the plate. <laughs> Are you mad you don't have a pop vinyl? Now I am. I didn't know how cool I they know, were. I wish we all got pop vinyls. <laughs> Listen up, pop vinyl. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why Jeff Tate keeps talking about them on the show because he wants them to send them. <laughs> he wants free ones. Uh, okay, I, uh, hopefully that'll work. Uh, let's play a round of how much did this shit make? Uh, inspired by, uh, you know, why, how did this get made? Sure. Yeah, your show. Uh, and uh, we're gonna go down the line, and we'll uh, we'll start with you, Paul. Okay. And uh, you just have to guess Price's Right style how much money a movie made at the domestic. 
uh, box office, according to boxofficemojo.com. Love it. And the film we're going to talk about today is one of my favorite awful movies that I'm I'm assuming you've covered on how did this get made. Okay. It's called Mac and Me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's probably a hilarious episode of the show. Uh, amazing episode. Adam Pally did the Mac and Me oh, episode. Oh, he's it's hilarious. Like a good one. All right. So Mac and Me, I'm going to say... Fifteen million. Okay. Paul Shear thinks it made fifteen million, Moshe. How dollars, yes. Uh, oh, he, he cheated, but I was that's what I was gonna say actually. A oh, oh, you were telling him to say a dollar? I was actually gonna oh. do that anyway though, so it's, it's not a, a fun thing to do. Yeah, I'll say a dollar. I'll say yeah, one buck. It's fun. And then Jacob's really in the uh, catbird seat here. Because yeah, you could say two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> Anything in the middle. But the trick is to not go over and, uh, yeah, and Paul said 15, but we don't know. I think it's wrong, but I'm, yeah. We don't know. He thinks he's wrong. I'm going to, God, my instinct is lower, so I'm going to go 12 million. 12 million. Which is the same as. Yeah, go ahead. Well, actually, you could have just done two. It's the same as doing 12. Right, I know. Oh, but thank you for not doing. I just wanted to, but I wanted to show off if I was right, then I could act like. Yeah, a, like I'm gonna go on record now and say my gut is seven, but I'm keeping my 15. All right, well, <laughs> you're all just continuously blowing it, uh, but of course Moshe is our winner because it made a mere 6.4 million dollars. Uh, yeah, it did oh, not close. do very well. Strangely enough, that weird advertisement for McDonald's that was a ripoff of of ET. Yeah, very strange movie. If you, if you get a chance to watch it. I recommend uh, touching your dick to the screen <laughs> because for some reason the little alien character always looks like he's blowing somebody. <laughs> Let's play Last Man Stanton. Um, new wrinkle on this game, you guys. Oh, we're going to get the name of an actor or actress from uh, the world of cinema and we're going to take turns naming movies. I play along on this one. Take turns naming movies that they were in. If you can't think of one, you're out. But the new wrinkle is Carly and Eddie and Jack Burton. Oh, Jake nice. Burton. Yeah. Are your lifelines. And so if you can't think of one, you can turn to them. Great. And hopefully they can help you out. Love this. So far in the history of having lifelines, they always work. So hopefully that'll keep you in the game for one more round. How many times can you turn to them? Just the one time. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so multiple lifelines would be called lifelines and not lifeline. All right, I get how plurals work, so let's <laughs> play the game. Is there a person in the audience that goes by the Twitter handle VV239? VIVI239? Viv. Viv? I? Are you here? Is that you? No? Nobody? Seem too shy. If they're Somebody here, tweeted they're very me with shy. that name today, going they had the perfect name for Last Man Stanton. And then they're and just then... like, "Good luck with that shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, 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 they oh I'm not coming. I'm not a fan no of the show. I just want you to the know. They're, <laughs> they're, that was Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. And after we. Goodbye, Vivi. It's me, Kevin Hart. So That's the perfect go, name. We have to go with someone else. And since I since I burned him unfairly earlier, we have, we have to go to the loneliest man on earth. Comic Con exclusive. <laughs> I'm sorry, 2016 has been so bad for you. People so are far. like awing. We just got this guy sympathy pussy. Guys, don't feel bad for him. He's getting Nobody late. Nobody gets any kind of pussy coming in or out of this place. But, uh, <laughs> Well, the guy who saw episode two 21 times has pussy locked down for tonight, so... Oh, that's me, by the way. I don't know if you guys... What do you think? What, who's the name we should use for this game? 
What's your name, first of all? Eric. Eric, okay. I've got to give you proper credit, Eric. Eric the Lonely Guy. Eric is proper credit, just the first name. That's how they do things. I'm just saying, you know, he gets to hear his own name on the podcast. That's, Eric. That's got to be worth a few... A few friends that you could have made. Uh, that's not where I was headed. I was thinking more like he jerks off to it, but... <laughs> what, what name do you have for us, Eric? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. I Great. fucking love it. I yes. love it. Goddamn Whoopi Goldberg. Sure. That is genius, sure. Eric. You, are, you, you have a lot of friends in my book. Do Sammy Davis Jr. movies count towards Whoopi Goldberg? No. Oh, what is okay. that? Does that make any sense? I don't what you know. Just the, said? the other black Jew. I oh, want to like write down. I, I always want to write down in this game like my my answers as they come in. You want to do what? I want to like write. I feel like we should have like a notepad so we can be able to jot. Well, them. I write down all of them, so I'll, I'll show right. it to you if you need a visual reference. But also, if you say one that's been said before, we're usually pretty loose. I just want to yeah be able to getting you them. to go again. You Movies know. only, right? It's harder to remember for sure. Uh, that's why I don't have a lifeline because it's easier for me because I, I, I'm writing them all down as we Got go. It. Uh, but who won that last game that we just played? Me, Moshe. Moshe won. Are with you his, saying with his... that just to say it? No, I did. I won. Don't bully me like that guy. I've got friends. <laughs> Here's one right here. <laughs> yeah, he is your friend because he could have just bet two dollars and just kicked your ass all over the place. Okay. Was Jacob's that, thinking about think, it. Is that clear that I could have done that? Does yeah, it, okay. pretty clear. <laughs> um, but uh, Moshe will start, and then we'll go uh, to Jacob, and then me, and then Paul. And yeah. We'll go around like that, and just naming Whoopi Goldberg movies. I'll do the Let's most go obvious nuts. one. Uh, start us off. Sister Act. Yeah. that's You can't argue with Sister Act. Okay. That's a movie that has Whoopi Goldberg in it. I'll go the one that my mother took me to in the theaters as a kid, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was... Uh, that the was Mick pretty... Jagger vehicle. Yeah, might as well... Let's... That's her... That was like her second movie, I think. Let's just go back to the beginning and say The Color Purple. Great. Right? Sister Act 2. Uh-huh. Very good. Full title, though, right? Uh, uh, oh! Oh! Back could... in the Habit. Okay, well good. Done. Well done. Well done. I was going to say... I was going to give you a chance to take it back. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, ma- made in America? Wait, which way are we going? Oh, is it not my turn? Yeah, right, that's okay, right. okay, yeah. sorry. Made in America. Uh-huh, with Will Smith? And Ted Danson. I met Will Smith on the set there because it filmed in Oakland, and I was in uh, junior high, and I was so excited. I've never. And then I found drugs, and I was more excited about uh, that. Yeah, they, they went the wrong, the wrong way on the Bay Bridge in that movie. Is that right? Yeah, and that's where she started fucking Ted Danson before he did blackface, and she was forced to break up yeah. with him by her publicist. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of information in that sentence, Jacob. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger, guys. What do you got? Uh, I'm not even 100% she was in it, but I'm going to Oh, go, don't go, do that. No, don't do that well, to I yourself. Star Trek Generation. Think of one she was definitely oh, Star in. Star Trek Generation. Okay, she yeah, she was in that. They had, to, they had to visit the bar at some point. Get a little of her advice. I think she has a long scene with Patrick Stewart. She does indeed. Yeah, they really talk it out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking boring Star Trek style. <laughs> I mean, that's why I embraced Star Wars from Jump. Is this, there, there there were no boring scenes, and then uh, after three of those, they decided, you know what, let's try some boring scenes. See how that works. <laughs> and that's why I don't like the prequels. Is there's too many boring parts. Sorry, Jacob. It's I'm I'm fully I've fully come to grips with the fact that most of the planet doesn't like the prequels. It's not news at this point. I, I've heard they don't like it on other planets. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jack Who's like, why did it take so long <laughs> to feature us? <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be going. Back. I'll go with uh, co-starring my friend Bobcat Goldthwait, Burglar. Oh, you took Burglar. my good one. Oh, that was your good one. Yeah, I thought that was Give no us one a bad get that one. one. Uh, Theodore Rex. <laughs> that is a bad one. <laughs> oh, uh, Ghost. Yeah, of course. Academy Award winner. Uh, Lion King. The Lion King. The Lion King, sure. Uh, I'll say this because I said it last night when we were playing uh, Robert Downey Jr. Soap Dish. Oh, you've taken <laughs> all my ones. You've taken your good, good ones. All right. Um, uh, give me a second. Yeah, whoopee. Holy whoopee, shit. Whoopee, whoopee, whoopee. Whoopee, uh, whoopee, whoopee. So many of them. Uh, <laughs> So many classics. There's so whoopee. many great. You just picture her walking in to be like, oh. hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? That's her response to Top 10? What? Is Chris, she top 10? Yeah, yeah she's Chris, in top 10. Chris Rock movie. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. No. What? Rephrase. Oh. Wait. 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 I think I just won the next round. I'm excited about this. Yeah, yeah, you can pick it up if you can't think of it. Wait, wait, wait. I have to rephrase it. You said it wrong. Oh. Don't go to the audience. Well, I'm going to go to my lifeline. Oh, uh, no, you no. are? Well, I no. wouldn't use your lifeline wait, wait. for this. You were so close. I rephrased the title, or I just said I, said I think she's in there. You just said it wrong. Okay. Uh, What's the movie called? Isn't that? Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, wait. T- uh. Jacob's coming for revenge uh, about no. the prequels. Do you want to use your lifeline? On. Fuck, I you guess you can use your lifeline. He knows it. Oh, maybe he doesn't. I don't know it, but I have another one. All oh, right. he's got yeah. another one. That'll All work. Right. The Little Rascals. The Little Rascals. rascals. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Moshe, I think, is going to pounce on that. Top five. Top five. Oh. Wait, so, so you could yes. just you could just guess wrong to get another guess. The movie about the top I, ten know, favorite you're comedians. You're right. I should have I thrown him out on that. But, All right, uh, sorry. <laughs> It would be a much longer movie if it was about the top ten best rappers. Yeah, five really keeps it tight. Five, I would never get <laughs> top five. Yeah, I lost once for not knowing the whole title of Speed 2, which I think is Speed 2, the, Cruise one, with, the one with Jason Patrick, I think is what the official title is. Um, <laughs> Paul knew it. He knew it, but... Um, Do you have another whoopee? Is it, is it Mo Moshe just did oh. that? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, and I'm, again, hope crossing my fingers, let's go with Star Trek First Contact. Was she in it? No. Anybody? No, she's not. I don't, I don't think, think so. You know uh-huh. for sure she's not? I don't think so. Ooh. Can I just rephrase it as another movie that doesn't have Star Trek in the world? <laughs> okay. Um, no, I probably can't do that either. But yeah, let me, you uh, can't think of another one. Yeah, it's a tough one. Let me, yeah, let me, it's tough. Uh, did Burglar. I'm just getting started. Um, do you got a bunch? Do you really have a bunch? Oh, hell yeah. Really? really? Yeah. I don't, he's, yep. he's bluffing. Yep, Eddie. Uh, start thinking, motherfucker. Um, can, I, can I go to my lifeline after five Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? You still okay, got your sure. lifeline. I'll use it. Let's go to the lifeline. Even though Carly? I feel like I should be eliminated. You got one, Carly? <laughs> Carly. She's right here. Do my Carly? No, she's Are you saying boomerang? boomerang question mark? That's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, they look alike. Uh, <laughs> that's rough. Um, so I guess yeah. it's not because she's so my no, lifeline no failed to me. Boomerang. Wait, do you know all the movies she's been in, Doug? How do you know? Well, who's qual- fact-checking this? IMDb. There's a whole audience full of people that would go, hey, she was in Boomerang. Yep, she, was right. that, she was in that scene where Eddie was like, ugh. You're right. <laughs> so when you put the S on the end of a word, it means more than one? You're right. You're right. Paul. Wait, so you guys don't Wait. like the prequels? Huh? <laughs> you go. Where are we? It's my turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Clara's heart. That's, oh, fuck, man. I, I, 
these are you, uh, burglar, Clara's heart, and Jumpin' Jack Flash. I was like, and no one will get those. Oh man! Yeah. All right, Whoopi Goldberg. I'm thinking recent. Uh, did she do much recently? No. <laughs> um, the view, the motion picture. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just got to try to picture a different... Uh, I mean, I would just say Whoopi Goldberg live on Broadway yeah, well, is a feature-length film. That doesn't count. But if you haven't seen that, by the way, you should, because it explains Whoopi Goldberg. Like, why she's had such a great career. She's so good. It's so good. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a genuine, true fan of Whoopi Goldberg That's live what, on Broadway. You know, Steven Spielberg made her perform that privately at his house. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> For, like, Quincy Jones. And she was and, like, like if you other. put your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had a character that they said, you can't do black ET. And then she did Black E.T. And then they're like, oh, we love you. And then and she told the story on Howard Stern. And then they uh, and then they she got in color purple. Yeah. No, we'll be going for a lot of Broadway. So it's she's very talented and seems right. like a very so nice out. woman. Now she's on a show where her opinions come out too much. You're out? Out. Okay. If, if Whoopi Goldberg live on Broadway does not count. Okay. So the, the she's still like Bill Cosby. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It. You never raped me. It's like okay. If you say so. Um, Have you ever had a really nice sound sleep? <laughs> you ever wake up one morning really refreshed? I, I like that way of looking at the world. If it didn't happen to you, I have no proof. Yeah, I don't I don't know. He was nice I when I met him. Now. I decide who's guilty based on how much I like them. Like like Mike Tyson's not guilty. Kobe Bryant's guilty. Just like who but I'm a fan I love of. Bill Cosby and he's guilty. Yeah, probably. Wait, do I... they have to be accused of a crime? Because like on that rubric, <laughs> no. you're guilty. And what? Because I don't care for you as a person. Oh, but you just uh, told everyone we were friends. Michelle. I know, I got bad self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> you relate to that, right? Motion uh, and I actually haven't seen each other, so it's a very awkward argument. Why would you bring that up on a podcast? I don't know. Now you wonder why I don't like you. Uh, yeah. All right, Eddie, what do you got? Whose turn is it? It's my all, turn. All oh, you're going to say your is lifeline. A, what are you looking at your phone for? I'm just because I'm out. You're cheating. But I'm out. Could you tell well, me? Well, you still shouldn't be looking up. Well, I just wanted to see. We still got to play. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to tell you what's oh, okay. I'm going to tell you 149 credits are at, at your Whoa. disposal. Wow. Uh, features? 149 features? Or, yeah. Well, well, no, you yeah, yeah there's tomorrow. a lot of as herself wow. TV things and stuff. But. That's as actress, not as herself. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty. She's, she's been around. Eddie. She's done some shit. Eddie. What do you got, Eddie? Rat Race. Rat Race. Oh. Yeah. Are you Thank still you, in, Eddie. Jacob? No, out? I'm out. It's just me and Moshe? <laughs> yep. And I got another one. I just went to Eddie for that one. Now I got my one. I'm going to spring on you. Okay, I'm going to spring this one on you, and hopefully it's the one you're about to spring. Boys on the side. No, I don't. Uh, yep. Okay, what do you got? <laughs> I mean, that time she farted on The View, does that count? <laughs> I got nothing. I'm out. Uh, you really had nothing? I got nothing, no. There's a great one that I just saw in here that I feel like I would never have gotten. What's uh, the, what's, you can tell us now. Well, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's over. Toy right? Story 3. Oh, oh. What is she? Which character called Stretch? Oh, okay. What's, what's and Medea goes to jail. Oh. She's in a Medea? I had no yeah, idea. What's the thing with the singing? Like Serafina, Serafina? One oh, yeah, that's oh, right. That oh, oh, yeah. What is it? What but what, yeah, what else did we miss, you guys? Eddie Cinderella? The news? What? Snow Buddies. Oh, Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella? Snow Buddies. I think that's uh, TV. Dougal. Karina, Karina. Karina, Karina. Oh, well, Eddie, of course, the basketball one. So maybe one Serafina, uh, two Karinas. Jumanji? Was she a Jumanji? <laughs> oh. 
She's in she's in one of my favorite movies of all time, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses oh, 2. Oh yeah. I love. Baby Geniuses it's 2. Amazing. I can't believe that didn't come up. That's a great one. And you know what? She was in the third Star Trek, the new ones, but not the second one. Huh? All right. Well, we did a pretty good job with yeah, that. Was with a fun one. Yeah. Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, sure. She gets out. She gets no. out there. No, yeah. she's a working actress. She's yeah. a, you know, I'm sure she popped up in at least one Muppet movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot. Uh, <laughs> Muppet Christmas movie, how Stella got a groove back, not a Muppet movie, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, right. that was all. Tay Diggs is actually a Jim Henson creation. Yeah. <laughs> Only because Jim died too soon. He, he had, was in the works. <laughs> Let's play another game, you guys, to uh, determine who wins the oh. uh, all the prizes tonight. And uh, I think one or two of you may have played this before. It's a, a twist on the old Leonard Malton game. It's called Reverse Malton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm back. Mm-hmm. Hey, and um, in a moment. Moshe won that last one, and then what order were we were going in? Who was after Moshe? We went to, uh, then to, yeah, so we'll switch the order around. So yeah, we'll go qu- Moshe, then, then to Paul. Quick question for Carly. How come you didn't Wait, pull your you phone out when you knew you were going to be called upon? Why would they pull their phone out? That's cheating. I thought, oh, you, did you say they can't use their phones? I, I, I just assume everyone oh, San Francisco, knows everybody know used, that. Oh, in San Francisco, everybody had their phones out. I thought They it was, did? Yeah. That's just, what the fuck? The cookie guy's like, I don't see the problem here. <laughs> I, I, I was looking at my cookie the whole that time. It's like the idea is that you, sh- you oh, okay. know, your lifeline okay. is somebody that's... I, but he was... I, I agree. Guess the cookie guy was yeah. texting on his cookie the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, a, is it Cookie? <laughs> Pepperidge Farms? Uh, I think chip. it was in a movie called Cookie. <laughs> is it Taraji P. Henson? <laughs> cookie 2, The Need for Speed. <laughs> I, go, I go deep with my cookie reference and go Peter Falk. Remember that Peter Falk movie, Cookie? No. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was in a movie. He's a mobster who's got a daughter who's got a real lust for life. Yeah, cookie. (laughs) Now I remember. All right, so Moshe gets to pick the first category, and the idea of Moshe is you'll pick, uh, I mean, the first movie. You get to pick between three films, and you want to pick the one you think you know the most actors from, or at least the one where you might be able to bluff uh, that you know what you're talking about. And you get to choose between these three films. Would you like Clockwork Orange? Fried Green Tomatoes or Herbie Goes Bananas? <laughs> uh, fried Green Tomatoes. Okay, so Fried Green Tomatoes, according to Leonard, uh, he lists about uh, 12 actors from this film. He lists 12 people from Fried Green Tomatoes. So the idea is you're going to bid how many of those people that you can name, and then the, uh, the bidding will move on to... Uh, Paul. Negative two. Is that right? No. That's not how it works? No, you just... Uh, oh, two. The top two? Any, any, of, the, any of the names. The idea two. is that you just have to name any of them of the, of the ones that Leonard lists, of the 12. Oh, wait. I thought it was that you had to name them from the top down. No, no. This is like... That's, that was in the, some cases in the old game. Now, okay. this is in the reverse version. We all know what the movie is. Okay. And you just bid on oh. how many people from that movie... Oh. Okay, you can sorry. name. Got it. So now you, he says two, two. So the idea is, you could challenge him, but two people from Pride Green Tomatoes. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, right, not exactly. difficult. So you I have found to it say. To be challenging. It's yeah, not my no, it's a movie. good number to say because now you have to see if you could think of three or more from it. Well, I'm just gonna say name that movie. And he's gonna say it. name the two people. Okay. Okay. So Moshe has to come up with two I'm names. Gonna really, from I'm gonna really test it that you Fried know Green it. Tomatoes. I feel like I know one for sure. I know one for sure. It's Kathy Bates. And Olympia Dukakis? Hello, everybody? 
Everyone's just so excited that you are wrong. <laughs> Olivia Dukakis was in uh, uh, Steel Magnolias. That's the same movie. I was going to say Mary Stewart, no, Mary Louise Parker. Yeah, Mary Louise Parker and Mary Stewart Masterson. Oh, hey. Was Jessica Tandy? Jessica Tandy yeah. and Cicely Tyson and Chris O'Donnell, Stan Shaw. Lots, 12 people, according to, you know, listed by Leonard. And uh, so that means that Paul's on the board. Paul has a point because he, uh, he saw through Moshe's deception. <laughs> Self-deception, because I think he thought he knew two I names. I did. I thought I did. I thought Olympia Dukakis. And I actually thought that was the same movie. I thought they were the same in terms of quality and meaning in the long term. <laughs> yeah, well, like, Fried Green Tomatoes, like, flips back and forth between two different stories, and Steel Magnolia stays in one place, but it could all be one thing. One's sure. on Jakku, right? And the other one's on <laughs> Starkiller Base. It's not like that for me. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to start with uh, Moshe and then uh, come back at you, Paul. And uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jacob, I meant to say. Could, you go, could one of you take the glasses off? Uh, Mine don't come up. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah there's, there's in there? sewn in. Yeah. Are you just... I, does the Force Awakens just bother you just because there's a, guy, a black guy in a storm super outfit? No, why would that bother me? I, I, was just, I spent my whole, life, gas spent my whole life trying to be black. What are you talking about? Hey, so by the way, spoiler alert, dude. Not everybody's seen the movie. I uh, probably haven't seen that trailer where he's running around <laughs> yeah, with his head. Yeah. Start, start I ruined the movie off. for him. Yeah, you're right. But they but, haven't... I'm reading the novel now, the novelization. They haven't mentioned once that he's black. It's a, I was wondering if they're going to address it. Oh, I bet you I'm reading, I'm, I'm reading the, uh, the prequel novel, and they use, they, uh, which is like uh, before The Force Awakens, and it's full of the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> it's written by Quentin Tarantino, right? No. I am reading, I, and that is to after, be as nerdy as I am reading. After I am, after yeah, no, it's, and it's that the one N-word, that's three short stories. That N-word is Naboo. <laughs> no, you're never going to hear that word again. Jacob, you get to pick... Between three movies. Okay. Fletch, Fletch Lives, or Foul Play. <laughs> Which one of those three do you think you know the most of the cast? If any. I would go with Foul Play. Foul Play. Leonard lists seven, ten people from Foul Play from 1978. How many of those do you think And this you goes name? to who next, Paul? You. How no, who, if I, if I yeah, it'll go to Paul. It's good to know that. That's a good strategy. Um, Look at him, see if he seems confident. <laughs> he made that N-word joke earlier. That requires a lot of confidence. <laughs> How many can you name, Jacob? I'm going to pull a motion and say two. Fuck, I'm not sure on the third. That's, that's my good, number that's now? Number. Yeah. That's a good number. Three. Paul says three, Moshe. Th- name that movie. I've never even heard of this movie. Really? Oh, okay. Chevy Chase, Goldie Hawn, Billy Barty. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> Was uh, is Charles Grodin in it? I know he's in uh, just like old times. It seems like old times. No, Charles Grodin. No, Charles Burgess Grodin. Meredith, Dudley Moore. It was our really our first time seeing Dudley Moore. Uh, if you don't, you know, if you only watch stuff here. Filmed in San Francisco too, right? Uh, Wasn't it in San Francisco? Foul play. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. And uh, uh, theme song was uh, Barry Manilow, and it was followed by a short-lived TV series that didn't work because it didn't star Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn. I love that movie. Leonard only gives it two and a half stars for whatever reason. Paul's our winner. All right. Yeah, you did it. Two points for Paul. 
killing it. What do you? Why don't you start us off with plugs? Oh, okay, plugs. Uh, you can listen to How Did This Get Made. That's great. And, uh, and do that if you want. Yeah, and, uh, and we yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> and oh yeah, oh and the uh, Crash Test, a special that Rob Hubel and I did, is airing on Comedy Central on January twenty third, a Saturday, or maybe it's a Friday, the twenty second. Just put in your DVR. You'll figure it out. It's for free, so do it. I'm not asking for your money. Is it still available where it was available? It's available on iTunes and Vimeo if you want to watch it without bleeps over fucks and, uh, and with no commercials. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Paul Shear, everybody. Jake, come get your prize bag. Congratulations, and make sure you get your pop vinyl back. And you can also take Paul's phone if you'd like no. to have that. <laughs> Moshe, what's, uh, what do you got to plug, buddy? Oh, I do a podcast called the Hound Tall Discussion Series where we have an expert, like a professor or, a, or an author, come on as a panel of comedians interrupts that expert and makes jokes at their expense, makes them wonder why they agreed to do the podcast in the first place. And we will be doing some live tapings at the San Francisco Sketch Fest, uh, January 22nd uh, 23rd, that Friday, Saturday. We're talking about raves one night, raves in the history of electronic music, and we're talking about the history of comedy uh, the next night. So come on out. There's going to be a lot of fun guests. It'll be really good. Moshe Kasher, everybody. Thank you. Jacob. Uh, I'll plug a sketch fest show as well. I'm going to be up uh, in San Francisco on th this Saturday, the 16th, at the Swedish American Hall uh, with a friend of the show, Jonah Ray. We're doing this show called the Un with a, a Weezer cover band called the Undone Sweaters, and we're, Jonah and I are doing some Weezer themed stand up. Really? Well, I'm doing Weezer themed stand up. I'm I assuming love that. maybe Jonah's just doing his regular act. I don't know. I haven't, we haven't pre gamed. Yeah, no, but that's, uh, yeah, that sounds really fun. That'll be a lot of fun. I love, I love Weezer comedy. Um, we, I think is, is there, you invented I, mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but is there. Uh, can you just give us one? I was a Weezer fan. <laughs> I would love to hear a any sort of sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, do you want to, it's, it's a story, but it's a little lengthier. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we don't have time for a story. Right. I'm yeah. like, well, essentially, one of your one-liners. It's not. I don't have Weezer one-liners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I kind of like, hey, what did you get when you cross like you a hash pipe? With a, <laughs> it sounds hey, like uh, you need some. What, hey, what do you get when you when you get a Jew that wears glasses? A guy that looks just like Buddy Holly. Something like that? But he wasn't Jewish. I don't know. You look like Buddy Holly, is right. what I'm saying. Um, well, I had Weezer tickets on 9-11. That's a true story. And, and they canceled the show, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, made the show up on 9-12. One was San Jose, one was Oakland. Went to the 9-12, so it was very strange. Nobody, cause, you know, nobody yeah. started canceling baseball games for like a week or a few yeah, days yeah. after. And uh, they probably wouldn't have done it in retrospect. But they did. And they had very horrible opening bands with them. An act called The Start. I hope none of them are here tonight. There was an L.A. band with a girl singer who just kept telling everybody to not think about 9-11, which made everybody think about 9-11. <laughs> then they had this band called Cold, which is this horrible kind of like sad rock kind of limp biscuity thing that Rivers was going through a phase where he really liked that. He handpicked them. They ended up getting booed off the tour. Uh, but when they made that, they made they came back to the San Jose and made up the 9/11 show in November of the same year and brought Jimmy World and Tenacious D, an amazing lineup, and yeah. honored the ticket, the 9/11 tickets. Uh, so the, I guess the joke is that 9/11 worked out pretty well for me. <laughs> <laughs> And that's true. That's not like some Steve Renazizi shit. I actually had tickets to see Weezer on 9/11. You were really oh. in the heart of it. You had, you, you were part of the. You were yeah. gonna go to that canceled that. show. Yeah, I was gonna be there. And it was gonna be a garbage show. It, affect, it affected out. everybody. Guys. Yeah. yeah. That was literally my first thought when the plane at the tower. Like, fuck, Weezer's not playing tonight. That was actually Osama bin Laden's first thought too. Yeah. Well, it was my. It was gonna be my first time seeing him too, so you can understand. People. <laughs> People love Weezer. Uh, 
all I'm going to say is DougLovesMovies.com. And thank you once again to my guests, Jacob Siroff, Moshe Kasher, and Paul Shear. You can stay or leave. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. As always, fucktard bosses are a shithead. They really are the worst kind of bosses. Is the ones that are... I got that off of this. Are fucktards. I mean, I got, an, I got like a little extra 30 seconds here. Let's talk about fucktards. And anyone who doesn't name their puppy Dog Benson is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky.